So, Joe, I bet you didn't know what I'm going to mention because I put it on Facebook yesterday. <laughs> Jedi, have you seen the Elon Musk? They're charging $8 a month for the blue oh, check mark. <laughs> I saw yes. it. I saw what you posted. I laughed at it. I thought that was hilarious. Oh, I know. I know. Oh, did you not know about that till I posted it? No, I, it was the first time I had seen it. I looked it up oh, right I, after I, that. That's hilarious. I think it's hilarious, too, because now, Jedi, what it is is people aren't mad about paying $8 a month. It's that they have to give it to Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't With that I think said, people, though, yeah. Todd, are we going to get back on Twitter now that Elon's yeah. the head guy? Yeah, imagine if we just got thrown back on one day. I don't, I don't think they care about us, but I think if we get back on, we won't be kicked off again. Yeah, we were kicked off and completely scrubbed. You can't even find anything like tweets I did before. If you go to look up crimes, conspiracy to be on or the episode really? there, I was mass following conspiracy pages. And I guess they didn't like that. <laughs> I was following conspiracy pages and all of a sudden it kicked me out and it said reenter your name and password and nothing worked. So they were trying to also restrict what you follow then too, not only what you post. Yeah, they don't like that when you follow stuff like that, especially if you're following a bunch in a row. I don't think that's right. We should be able to look up whatever we want to. Hell, Pornhub is free, right? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that weird, that Pornhub, like, all day? You, you know, as long as you don't dip into the underage kids, you're fine. Oh, my God, dude, one of my buddies got kicked off Facebook because he sent something in a private message to another person. Yeah. I don't know how, I don't know right. how racist it was, but, yeah, <laughs> imagine that. Now, Joe, you got some fan mail this week. Yes. Mm. It's kind of funny because, Jedi, when I thought of this conspiracy show, I didn't know it's mostly right-wingers that follow conspiracy. <laughs> I, I didn't know either. So, <laughs> so Joe, when uh -oh. we were talking about this fentanyl last week, like in the Halloween candy, Yep. I mean, not that it, not that this was Halloween related, but did you see that they did put something out where like it was in nerds and stuff? I saw that there's so I actually have bought uh, a brand of weed cookie called mm -hmm. uh, Weedios or something like that. It looks just like an Oreo, but it's yep. a weed Oreo cookie. They do make drugs like that that are nerds. Again, oh, I know. I, yeah. Right. Listen, the chances of you getting fentanyl in your candy are as good as you getting a razor blade in there like who is taking a twix bar apart putting a razor blade in there somehow getting the package closed and then giving it to your kid no i i totally agree with that but there was something released in tallahassee it said the attorney general is warning because they seized a whole bunch of fentanyl in nerds and, and i agree with you because i'm kind of like are they really spending money but it was a real thing because your fan mail the guy wrote in and said, all Joe and the Biden ass lickers care about is January 6th and killing babies. He doesn't care about this fentanyl thing. Oh, <laughs> wow. That's oh, yikes. <laughs> what is this insane person's name? Uh, Jay. Jay. First of all, bro, take a chill pill, okay? Uh, I... Don't like Joe Biden. I don't know where, if I've given you that impression, let me be the first to apologize. I think your guy's a dipshit is the problem. I'm a registered Republican. I don't know what you guys are doing these days, but it's a major turnoff to people like me that are smart. You understand? That's where we're living right now. Also, a drug story out of Florida, if that's your best piece of evidence for drug candy, Florida is a 
a, a dumpster fire at all times. It is the it is the ball sack of America. It is nothing funny. good my, happens in Florida. My parents send me stuff from Florida all the time. They'll be like at a just like a at a restaurant or something, and like the sign for the restaurant will be like spelled wrong. They're like only in Florida <laughs> does this stuff happen. It is the weirdest place in the world. Uh, all right, so we have a fun one here. I do think. Don't you think Joe's really gonna like this one, Jedi? Uh, probably, maybe. <laughs> not really selling it, Jedi. You're not, <laughs> not really selling it there, are you? Remembering back to our childhood, teenage years, and all that kind of stuff. Um, but what decade was the best? The 80s, 90s, or uh, the 20th century? What would you say, Todd? By the way, Joe, I went to Trivia Night a couple of months ago, and that was one of the questions. I'm like, come on, that's too easy. What's the first song by M on MTV? Oh, I love it. I love it. So when I was right. doing research, Jedi, the 80s versus today, I'm like, this is going to be a good battle. And then I soon discovered... We're like slim pickings for the things that are better now. <laughs> There's not That's much. True. Even I take my girls to ha to McDonald's. The Happy Meal toys, like they don't even care about them. Remember how big they used to be back then? Do you know that regarding this past Halloween, the Happy Meals, people were buying them in bulk because of the Halloween buckets. They were buying, I went to McDonald's and like a couple of, ladies mm -hmm. came out with like five happy meals <laughs> yeah. we so got the buckets stupid. we went to mcdonald's three times like leading up to that when the buckets were released twice they didn't have it like oh sorry and you get a regular happy meal the workers are saving them for themselves i saw this with my own eyes they said they were out of the ghost bucket and they weren't they saved them for themselves and the, the worker walked out with five of them <laughs> the uh the other thing about mcdonald's was don't you think in the 80s if you got a job at mcdonald's it was the coolest thing and now it's like not like that at all you're like oh i have to go to work today back then it'd be like oh my god you're working at mcdonald's yeah nobody wants to date someone working at mcdonald's <laughs> <laughs> so Joe, when I go to the 80s, what do you think my mind goes right to that's way better in the 80s? The music. Oh, yeah, that's definitely one of them. But the I immediately, Oh, I immediately go straight to the NBA. Yeah, all now, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I want to show you this clip. Can you watch what happens? This guy, Cedric Maxwell, attacks a fan. Joe, he finished the game. You would be playing <laughs> for, the, for the rest of the season. Play this clip. <laughs> Pushes him down, he pushes him into the fan. The fan gets excited. Says something to, to Maxwell. Axwell actually 
that Cornbread Maxwell was wrong because the fans pay their way in and they can say anything they want. You just his name was Cornbread. <laughs> yeah, that was his nickname. I know. You could call a black guy cornbread in the 80s and people were cool with it. <laughs> yeah, so Jedi, he attacks a fan. Um, <laughs> you can't do anything like that nowadays. Political correctness is one of the biggest things now. Well, it's funny. Do you remember uh, when the NBA came back with, with fans and like the second game, somebody spit on one of the players? Like, whoa, dude. Disgusting. Yeah, they used to spit on the fans. Now look. I have the strangest memory. I remember things from like so many years ago. And people are always like, how do you remember that? I remember I must have been, I don't know, seven or eight going and buying a VCR with my dad. And it was $406 with tax. A VCR. VCR? What's that? <laughs> I mean, if they made it now, it'd be like five, ten bucks. I don't know what's a DVD player. I mean, those are being phased out too. Like twenty four, bucks, 30 bucks right? now. Yeah, that's the thing. Everything is so much cheaper with technology, just because of, I guess, how easier it is to make things now. Well, thank goodness they redid the TV. Remember how big those things were? <laughs> now you can put it on your wall. Yeah, I know. In nineteen eighty. A 20-inch color TV was $500. <laughs> and they wow. had the giant tubes. <laughs> I have so many things here. Like I said, there's almost nothing that's better now. Oh, Joe, one thing that's better now. It'd be way better to get AIDS now. Oh, my gosh. There. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Especially if you're Magic Johnson. <laughs> oh, good grief. Oh, that is Jedi, so shady. What I know. The what rock do you think bands is that? were good in the '80s. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. I'm all about music, mostly the '90s for me. Yeah, me too. But the Beastie Boys came in the '80s, right? And NWA and Run DMC, they were just starting the rap culture back then. Yeah, you trying to figure out what Jedi's into right now. <laughs> yeah, we've already been down this road this is that's the music i, I cannot stand that music <laughs> what would be would beastie boys be rap rappers yeah 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 you could be white and rap okay. yeah, is that what you were asking <laughs> that's were what you i was going asking that. could you be white and rap yeah yeah <laughs> they're also jewish they're white jewish dudes really yeah 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 you could be white and a jew and you could rap you okay. you don't like any rap at all, Todd. I, not, not I hate rap is my worst. I I hate I, I cannot stand rap. I don't I don't get it. I think it's terrible to listen to. But this is coming from someone who loves music that my kids like. I like I like that pop in top forty. I always have. So you like Taylor Swift? Oh, like I love that stuff. Yeah, <laughs> she's good. She's good. Yeah, yeah. she's good. I, I like all that stuff. Jedi, if you found if there was iPods anymore, and if you found my iPod, you'd be like looking for like a sixteen-year-old girl to give it to. <laughs> <laughs> I've always liked that kind of music. So, Joe, I'm going down the categories here. One of the ones definitely better now. Do you remember back in the day, '80s porn? They'd all have like the huge mops and stuff. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and now it's like now it's like supermodels. It the, there I would say. In my, you know, limited viewings, that uh, yeah, the <laughs> quality of the acting is better. Just overall, better effects, close-ups, great. 
Now High def. I mean, if you're going to watch porn. Rate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, these topics are just all over the place. I wrote down a lot of them. Joe, my dad, I've never heard him swear. He is the the nicest guy ever. Everyone loves my dad. But when I acted up as a kid, the belt would come out. Like if I was oh, really Lord. bad. Oh, that, yeah. I mean, and I don't, I'm not even saying that's bad or anything. But nowadays, you, you could never do that. That's child abuse. Yeah. Oh, Dude, I yell at my kids sometimes, and my wife is like, uh, don't yell at them. And I'm like, well, they need to learn some sort of discipline. No. <laughs> I agree with you. I mean, you can't talk to a five-year-old. You can't reason with a five-year-old if they're No, but if you yell at them, they get what's going on, and they know right. that it's time to stop that. Yeah. And this is all, we're only talking 30, 40 years, how much that evolved and you, from going like no big deal to you can't do it at all. Dude, my dad used to hit me with the buckle part. Yeah, me too. Was the Adrian say it was an accident, but I know it wasn't. You know, you didn't grab it by the wrong end, you liar. <laughs> you know what else? You know what else? We, we had a bow and arrow set. It was a graphite bow with an arrow. And of course, the string broke. And so all you had was this like graphite. It was like a cat of nine tails. It was like, like a my whip. dad. Yeah. My dad used to slap us across the back of the legs with that thing. And I've always been a smart ass, you know? So my dad would whap me and my brother on the back of the legs. And he'd be like, you want more? And my brother just would like stand there like a man. And I'd say anything. And I'd be like, yeah, I couldn't help <laughs> myself. I catch yeah. a couple more of those. Yeah. Were you the young, were you the younger out of the two? I was. <laughs> The younger and the that. bigger mouth. Yeah. Yeah. My well, brother was I'm... like huge too. And my brother just like never said a word. And I was always like, yeah, I'll take another. Go. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now, what was that? Adrian Peterson. They called that what a switch. Yes. Yeah. What, yes. what was that? Was it the belt? Was it a belt? No, it was literally a fucking stick. It was just like the same thing my dad hit me with. That shit hurts. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I, I understand a little bit why that kid was freaked out. Because, listen, you could get away with that in the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. But think totally. about this, dude. 30 years earlier, if you were in a restaurant with your wife, Todd, and she said something you didn't like and you slapped her across the face, nobody would even react to that. Now people it would be, like, be on well, Facebook Live. Yeah, people would be like, well, she must have said something. <laughs> Society evolves. Not for Jay. He doesn't like that, but for everyone else, society starts to evolve. You have to a little bit. Back in no, my but day. sometimes Come it on. evolves too much because nowadays parents, instead of being parents, they're acting like they're their kid's best friend. Yes, we're we're failing big time. Like there's no doubt about that. <laughs> that we're failing our children. I think everybody can see that. You know, that's definitely yeah. true. But listen, as far as people trying to like you know, indoctrinate children. There's a reason they start you at church when you're a child called indoctrination. Uh, it's the same tactics that they're accusing the left of doing. I know Jay's going to hate all of this. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> He's not liking this at all. <laughs> when we talk about sports, obviously basketball was better. Everything was better, but how about wrestling? wrestling. Hold on. Before you get to wrestling, you're forget. Yeah. I mean, football was like a man sport back then. Right. <laughs> like, you could hit right? people and knock them over. And yeah. now, if you walk past Tom Brady too quick, they flag. throw a flag. 
<laughs> Holy smokes! What happened to oh. that game? Oh yeah, not that, and there was another really bad one. I forget who it was on where the KC guy just tackled the guy. That's all he did. He tackled yeah. the quarterback. I watched a video of 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 Jim McMahon. He threw a pass down the field. It got completed. The guy and and the defensive back, uh, the defensive tackle for the Packers wrapped his arms around. He had already thrown the ball. And he wrapped his arms around Jim McMahon, and he pile-drived him into the ground. Jim McMahon was never the same after that injury. Separated his shoulder. He yeah. never was right again after that. He probably and didn't even complain after the play. He got up. He got up, and he went after the guy. I don't even think they threw a flag on the play. You know? Like, you could still kind of rough a quarterback up. Like, now you, you – you, oh, my God. Dude, the other thing, too, you would throw a pass down the field, Jedi. And you'd be running down the field, and like somebody would just take you out, knock your helmet clean off your off your head, and yeah, that was cool. Now you can't do it. That's oh, why I watched God. MMA. Now, because... if you put your hand on the guy, they throw a flag. Yeah. And it's like, oh my God, are you guys kidding me with this? <laughs> Is this game? Yeah. And we're talking about the '80s. Now go back like another 20, 30 years, and it was even more brutal. Yeah, they didn't they even didn't throw have the, the ball. Face guards, right? <laughs> they yeah. didn't have face guards, yeah. and they, they just ran at each other. Nobody threw the ball back then. It was just pound your head into the other guy. That's why eventually they were like, "We should get masks." For our faces. <laughs> well, how about, <laughs> how about in the '80s? Some hockey players didn't wear helmets. Oh, those are my favorite guys, and they're also always missing like six or seven teeth. Oh, you yeah. know, yeah, right. Sparta I think not, be, uh, not, not I, wearing a shield. <laughs> It's so crazy to think that was a thing at one point, not that long ago. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. So, Joe, wrestling. I mean, we I think we talked about wrestling like two weeks ago. I mean, those guys. It, it it was an event. They had Saturday night main event like once a month instead of Saturday night live. So here's the other thing about wrestling. Look at like Hulk Hogan. They looked. I mean, these guys were dressed like a drag show. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it was a pro- everybody had a costume. Yeah, everybody had a character. The Big other John the, stud. You know what the most brilliant thing that that uh, that Vince McMahon did was in the in the height of the USA versus Russia, the height of the Cold War, right? And at the time, we were friends with Iraq. Uh, in in their war with Iran, we were actually helping the Iraqis, and our two our two biggest enemies at the time was Iran. And Russia, and think about who the two big bad guys were in the mid '80s: Nikolai Volkov and the Iron Sheik, right? Mm-hmm. And who were the good guys, right? Yeah, right. Barry yeah. Windham and Mike Rotundo. Yeah. A couple of Texans are going <laughs> to kick these guys' asses. Sergeant Slaughter's going to show up and like run train on USA. You know what I mean? It was like he really he played up all the ethnicities. He was yeah. ahead of his time too. Like he promoted the black wrestlers, guys like Tito Santana, because SD Jones. Like, I'll bet you, yeah, special delivery Jones, Coco Beware. Vince McMahon mm. thought like people will follow this sport if they can identify with different wrestlers. Right. Right. Nikolai I mean, Volkov if you're a little was kid American. And you're, you're a little black kid, and all the wrestlers are white. You're not going to be into that. You need some black wrestlers, and he recognized that the British Bulldogs were huge. Yeah, I love right? the British Bulldogs. Smart dude, man. He 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 used diversity when nobody was even thinking about it. I was like as a Nicola- business strategy, not not like he was woke or anything, but he was smart. And it's like 
Those things are real, Jay. You know, little kids <laughs> want to see teachers who look like them. It's that's not uncommon. Again, when when you're watching a sport, if the sport is a hundred percent white, who's watching that? Kids in the ghetto? No, of course not. Right. So if you want to develop something and broaden its horizons, diversity is how you do it. Vince McMahon was a genius. I think George the Animal Steel was like a principal in Detroit. Could you imagine he's our normal guy? Yeah. Yeah. He was brilliant, that dude, right? Uh, yeah. Again, they, they understood the value in like, okay, so this is not even real. People already kind of suspected it was staged. So what are you going to do now? Now you make it like a soap opera, right? You spend as much time outside the ring getting these things revved up, and now you've got something. It, brilliant yeah. marketing. They, I mean, nowadays, do, here's the. Do you know who the who the WWE champion is right now? Of course not. I have no idea. Yeah. I'll tell you. You know who John Cena was? Yeah. yeah. Right. The actor wrestling. The actor. There you <laughs> the go. Actor. I haven't followed wrestling in like twenty years. I always am aware of who the, the champion of wrestling is, you know, just by virtue of following sports, you just know. And last year, one of the shows I produce is a wrestling show. And they had um, an interview with Tito Santana and the guy that hosted it was like, would you come on and like lead the interview? Like, I think it would really help. And I grew up, I love Tito Santana. And I told these guys, I'm like, dude, wrestling's done. You guys know it's over, right? Like, there, yeah. you just don't have the same pull. I said, I don't know who the champion is. I asked Tito Santana what the name of the WWE champion was. And he got the guy's name wrong. And then he asked me what it actually was. And I pulled a rock on Tito <laughs> Santana. And I said, it doesn't matter what his name is. It's <laughs> maybe the greatest moment of my entire career. <laughs> that I got to do that to Tito Santana. Tito. It was hilarious. Yeah, he loved yeah. it. Now, how come Tito Santana would only be fighting for the Intercontinental Championship? Like, what is the difference? It's, it's the same wrestlers, just mm -hmm. like a different belt. So here's the funny thing. Because he was the Intercontinental Champion, do you know where he's from? I'm going to guess it's in the United States. Yes, he's from Texas. <laughs> uh, and they sold him as a Mexican. Yes, yeah. he was a big Mexican wrestler. He was born in Texas. He's an American citizen. Uh, yeah. And so they made up a town in Mexico when they introduced, like, Guadalajara. Like, that's not a real place. That city's actually in the United States. It's in Texas. Yeah. And so for years, people didn't didn't know. They were like, oh, it must just be like out in the boonies or something. Never heard of that town. And he's an American. Again, brilliant. Yeah. Dude, Chief oh, J. Yeah. Strongbow is Italian. You know, funny, Chief he J. just kind of looked like yeah. an Indian. And they were like, you're an Indian. <laughs> That's it. That's your guy. That's funny. So, Jedi, what are some things that you think of anything off the top of your head you want to talk about 80s versus today? Well, I, have, I, have a whole I think ton of them. the 80s artists were more creative and more talented in writing their own music than they are today. I mean, it, it's sample on sample on sample on sample. And the thing with music now, you have auto-tune and all that crap. Right. It wasn't like that back then. It's almost like fake now. And then I think, what, the 80s, they were more, I mean, that's when punk fashion came out, Madonna. You know, sexual revolution for pop fans with Madonna and her Like a Virgin. I mean, a lot of 
awakenings, I guess you could say, happened in the 80s versus now. Now they just, you know, copy whatever last decade or last artist did. It was very edgy, you know? It yeah. like was pushing envelopes and, and they were still using things like innuendo in their songs. Right? You know what I mean? And now it's like, now it's like a I want to lick your ass and you're like, wait, what? <laughs> when did Can't, that like, become a norm? <laughs> yeah, it's how these kids are today. You know? They do a what, lot of that. What happened to first base? You, know? <laughs> you don't want to know what first base is these days. It's bad. It's really bad. Straight to yeah. ass licking. I don't get it. That's where they go. That's actually first base. <laughs> Sick. Yeah, it only gets worse from there. Trust me. <laughs> the damn shame. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but if I could go back, I would want to go back to the 90s because it just, I mean, the vibe was so chill, you know, with R&B music, you know, slow jams, everything, you know, just doing stuff, expressing who you are, learning up. You could be a free thinker. You know what I'm saying? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, I think Prince's best stuff was in the 90s. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I you know, it. he was great. I think he peaked in the 90s. I think that was his best time. I was I loved alternative music. Some of that stuff was all these white kids, you know, that hate their dads. Yeah. That made for some good, that made for some good music. It really did. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I guess you could argue what gangster rap you know, and all the problems that we're still suffering with now, you know? Well, with... sure. You know, it's funny you say that because if you listen to Tupac or you listen to Biggie or if you listen to Fat Joe and Big Pun, they talked about these issues 25, 30 years ago. And a yeah. lot of it is stuff we're just now dealing with now. And they yeah. were kind of way ahead of the curve on, on, on talking about that stuff. And I think that's what I loved about rap from then Jedi mm -hmm. was like those guys were talking about like real street stuff. Right. And if you're listening to the garbage of today, like it, it it's not even close to what it was. And I, I, I mean, gangster rap peaked 20 years ago easily. Like that's yeah. that was the end of it. So, well, because of Big and Tupac, the yeah. East Coast and West Coast. Yeah. Once, war. once, once that thing finished like that was the end of it like dr dre dropped an album in 2000 and then like that was gangster rap was over yeah those people wanted to live right it was just getting too real out there it did it yeah you know it's funny if you listen to an interview with, like snoop dogg he's like <laughs> this thing was getting way too real at that point and we were like yeah all right <laughs> we're good but now you can just go on TikTok and become a YouTube sensation. Yeah, well, again, look at somebody like Lil Wayne. They interviewed him recently and he doesn't, he said he's never experienced racism. Yeah. He's only ever, I mean, he was became a rap star at like eight. He's never, he's always been a man of privilege. He has no idea what reality is like. And so what is that guy's rap experience about? Like, partying mm -hmm. and 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 being rich because he's always been that right and and that's what everyone else in rap is kind of trying to do right now and it the whole idea was like coming up from the streets and winning and rap battles and and yeah it's totally different now and for them the sample stuff from like back in the day is pathetic do your own thing 
when did you say the gangster rap ended? 2000. Oh, okay. That was the end of it. One more thing I want to go back to when we talk about sports, Joe. Remember how big the Olympics were back then in the 80s and stuff? <laughs> I hated the Olympics. <laughs> really? So I've always hated the Olympics. <laughs> you know why I've always hated I Not to say I didn't watch the Olympics. I mean, the Winter Olympics, Debbie Thomas and, and Katarina Witt and Oksana Bayul. You know, I mean, Finger believe skating. me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, the summer stuff, too. You know, I remember when it was like regular basketball players and then the dream team came up because the amateurs sucked and yeah. we started dominating the world. And if you watch the Olympics now, the United States isn't generally favored to win the gold. Like, that's how much they've blown it today because they don't know how to play basketball anymore. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's and like, yeah, you don't even care anymore. You don't even care if the U.S. wins. <laughs> Back then, everything was an event. I remember watching. It was probably the '90s. What was it, Kerry Strug? Yeah, like, right. Yeah, like it was so broke much your fun. Heart. You were with those kids. Now, dude, they're just—I don't know. It's yeah. too political. Everything got too politicized. I mean, well, like I said to Todd, I'm like, imagine if you're a little Bosnian girl, and you play tennis, like you know, out on some little mill or somewhere or whatever, and. You know, you win all your tournaments and you get all the way to the, the Olympics in London and you're on the court at Wimbledon and you look up and it's Serena Williams. And you're like, oh, wait, I thought this was an amateur tournament. Why is Serena Williams here? And then you lose 6-0, 6-0 and right, you get the silver medal and you're like, well, that sucked. And here's the other thing. Everybody's cheating. Yeah. Everybody in the Olympics cheats. That's how they mm -hmm. get to be so good at what they do. They're all cheaters. How many times are like every Olympics? How many people get bounced? How many people fail their drug tests? I and know. It's like still you, do it. Yeah. Think about how many you didn't catch. Now, Jedi, do you know the number one thing a cell phone is used for? TikTok now. And well, this no, thing. I mean, Joe, you know what it is, right? Like, Porn. what do you use this? Well, no, <laughs> uh, you're thinking too hard to check the time. Now, yeah. Jedi, can, can you believe there was a time where you had to call the number to get what time it was? That's hilarious. Oh, oh yeah. my God. Yeah. I remember that. Well, how about when your teacher told you you had to learn your, your math because you wouldn't have a computer in your pocket all the time? Oh, yeah. Bam. Do, do, you oh, have, yeah. do you have that clip of the time? At the tone, the time will be 4 56. And 20 seconds. I remember <laughs> between that and, and uh, four, was it 411 to get someone's phone number? And it what would be like to calculators. <laughs> that was something else. I know. Right. How, how fancy, now. how fancy did that feel when you had a calculator at school and you're like, oh man, this is a high tech. I know. Wow. Right? Look, look at us. <laughs> I was reading something about like the 1600s or something, how or 1700s, how there was no technology or anything. And it said everyone celebrated the calculator like it was the best thing ever. Imagine if that's all you had for technology is a calculator. <laughs> well, you could write boobs. Oh, my gosh. Bo boobless. <laughs> <laughs> so, Joe, so you'd know the answer to this. What would you compare our relationship to Russia in the 80s and now? Oh uh, God! Well, so the, the Cold War was—it uh, was—it was, you know, more of a 
Well, we had proxy wars in other countries, and we hated each other, and we were trying to see who uh, controlled the so nothing. Yeah, exactly <laughs> like Jedi said. Exactly the same. It's exactly the same. Yeah. <laughs> We were all hopeful after Rocky Three that things would <laughs> things were going to turn around, uh, but no, no. So, what do you think is better, being able to stream stuff so easily it's almost too easy, or going to Blockbuster with the family and renting a movie? Hmm. Again, this is only like thirty, like twenty five, thirty years. How it's changed so much. Think about a trip to the video store if you went with your family. Like, it was a big deal. I'll tell you what, too, speaking of Blockbuster, like, when they got video games. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, man, dude, I could be at a Blockbuster for, like, two hours, you know? Kind of yeah. feeling my way through. My friends work there and stuff. Like, yeah. That was a hangout. Now, you, I Here's the problem, and I think this is a big problem with society, is, right, I mean, everything is on demand. Right. Yeah. Right. Anything you want to watch, you could find. Maybe you pay a couple bucks for it. Maybe it's free mostly. Right. You could watch or do anything anytime. And it's led to the instant gratification people who can't wait. You know, you, you turn on your streaming service and it and it renders for a minute. And you're like, come on. And you're like, well, dude, you oh, just yeah. like that movie's from like 1960. Give it a second. Like, they got to load that thing up. Holy smokes, dude. Like, we don't even... You people are so impatient now, and it's because of that. It's because when, when you wanted to watch a movie, Todd, right? You couldn't... If you wanted to watch the Cosby show, you better be home Thursday night at 8. Yeah, Because totally, if you yeah. didn't, if you didn't, you wouldn't see that episode until June when the reruns came. I know. Remember TiVo? And it's like, you can pause live TV. <laughs> that seemed like so crazy. Yep. And now look where we are. It's crazy. Crazy the technology. Teenage boys do not know how good they got it now. <laughs> I can't tell you how much porn I watched through like squiggly lines. Yeah, I know. I was just about to say that. When you watch porn back then, it was like up at night watching Cinemax. Now it's just like too easy. Yeah, you're at work. It's 11 o'clock in the morning. You know, like, that's not good. Well, <laughs> in the 80s, what, 70s and 80s, guys had to go in disguise to an actual store with their sunglasses and go into right? the magazine section. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was about, good that we were yeah. able to keep those people exposed. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, know. you know what I'm saying? I no. saw you weirdos over there. <laughs> I know what you were guys you guys were doing. Now that it's on demand, I mean, like, right? Now they're like, all right, well, I can watch it and I'm gonna do something about it. And that's why all of a sudden there's a lot more pedophiles out there. There you go. Nice job, yeah. internet. Now, now, how about video games? I mean, obviously they're a lot better now, but there was something about those Atari games and Nintendo games when they first came out, how exciting it was. Now it's just too good. Do you know what video game I play almost every single day on my phone? Pac-Man. Snake. Pac-Man? Oh, I love Miss Pac-Man. Oh, Pac-Man. Yeah, dude, I play Pac-Man every single day. I download it. It's like the old 80s board. Like, if you're playing it yeah. at an arcade. Oh, my God, dude. I scored 30,000 points the other night. Oh, man. That's funny. And How we were talking about technology, how 
a TV was like $500. That's another thing. If you lost the video from Blockbuster Video, it was going to be $70 or $80 <laughs> to replace. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now you get like DVDs and like the $3 bin at Walmart. Dude, these motherfuckers don't even have late fees anymore. Yeah. Right? Really? Like even at your, yeah, even dude, even your bank, like it's illegal. It's illegal now <laughs> to charge late fees and stuff because you're like offending people. That's, That's funny. So my, I texted my sister and I Jay like that line. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I texted my sister what the show is about today. And I said, oh, you got anything for me? Because she loves the 80s. She said when she got hired as um, she works at a law for- firm in 1987, 18 five was her salary. $18,000 a year. So a dollar back then is worth like 360 now. So it's hard to believe like in 1980, you get a $30,000 job. That's like a high paying job. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. We, we have more expenses now. You know, we have the internet, cell phone, streaming services, parking, all these bank fees. I mean. Yeah. We not... get nickeled and dimed to death. Exactly. You know. Hulu's five bucks, Disney and ESPN's five bucks, Peacock is five bucks. You're like, yeah, I'm doing good. And then you put all those five bucks together and you're like, oh, it's like $800 a month. What yeah. am I doing? You can't even get the news without paying a subscription. Oh, I know. I got to tell you, you know, almost every news site now is a pay service. And, yes. I, and that drives me nuts. And it's like, I just want the news. I got to pay for that. Are you serious? Right. Jesus. I can't stand that clickbait. You click on something, you start reading it and you only go so far. Yeah. And it says to read the rest, you need to subscribe. Yeah. Bastards. Yeah. This, um, so Jedi, I think, yeah, basically we only have a few things. What about the toy crazes? Now it's too easy. Amazon, UPS to get anything you want. It used to be kind of fun to have to go into a store and look for those wrestling dolls or cabbage patch kids. Tickle me Elmo. Remember that? Tickle me. Yeah. Fur- Furbies. Getting into fights and pounding each other. <laughs> and I know we talked, we talked about this, Joe, but nothing drives me more crazy that there people can be millionaires now for being influencers. Oh my God. I know. Right. I mean, my God, as if, as if society's not bad enough, just everybody's super obnoxious. And, and that's, that's what people are famous for now. Why? Yeah. But then don't on the flip side, do you wish like, man, damn it. I didn't have to have student loans. You know what I mean? I could have been an influencer. Yeah, well, I we know, don't even I have know. student loans anymore. Uh, right. Jay, Jay also hates that. <laughs> <laughs> Jay's oh, man, either that's... laughing right now or he wants to find out where I live so he can kill me. I don't know yet where we're at with Jay and I. He's just a random guy. He sent me a sent me a text for the website. Um, but it's nice to know you have, we have listeners. Oh, listen, I li- here's my other thing, right? I, I'm tonight at eight. I I do my my politics show. One of my best friends is is a former Marine. He's a hardcore conservative, and and we just do a normal show together. We we don't get mad. We call each other after you know. We, we smoke from our respective areas and, and we laugh about the things that we did because I'll tell you right now, people buy into rhetoric really yeah. badly. 
And people take this way more seriously than the politicians do. Yeah. When they say things like all Republicans are racist, it's rhetoric. Nobody really believes that. People who say that, you know, the, the Democrats are destroying America, they're not. Stop it. It's rhetoric. It's meant to get people like Jay super fired up and feel <laughs> like the other side is the enemy. That's why they do it. They do it on both sides. It's it's just, again, and, and then when somebody spins out of control and hits someone in the head with a hammer, everybody's like, oh, like we got to tone down the rhetoric. And it's like, you're the ones that are saying that they're here to destroy us. You're but surprised that it's getting violent? Come right, on. that it's destroying society, though. You know, I mean, yes. that's something that's worse nowadays than compared to before. We we can't even have an opinion. We can't even say what we think, and it's not hurting anyone. Just because we say what we think doesn't mean that we're gonna, you know, convert the masses. We're just you know having what, though? a discussion. The, the longer we argue with each other like idiots about, you know, your gun rights, your abortion rights, your free speech, whatever. I mean, the, these guys are making billions and billions of dollars. And we're sitting here arguing about stupid things that don't really matter. Like, at yeah, all. Joe, I, I wish like Elon Musk would just get rid of all the crazy right wing and left wing people yelling on Twitter. Things would be well, so, so much better. Yeah. Right. But, and that's the problem is, you know, usually people on the right don't recognize the far right as a problem. They only see the left as a problem. And people on the left only see the far right as the problem. It's like, no, people to your far left and your far right are both idiots. Neither one of them's right. Neither one of them's ever going to get their way. It, it's kind of a childish endeavor. Let's and just I fire feel, everybody. I, <laughs> I feel bad for people that get super caught up in all this because at the end of the day, let me tell you something about November 9th this year. It's going to be business as usual. Doesn't matter who's in charge. It's going to be the same crap it was the day before. And if anybody thinks differently, you're just not paying it. I mean, we're kicking around like the, the same stuff that, that Biggie and Tupac and those guys were rapping about in the 80s and 90s is still true today. Nothing has changed. Not with the Democrats in charge. And it's just it goes back and forth. What's different? Nothing right. for the better, as Todd said. So there you go. That's really all you need to know. It, this is a losing battle, and we continue to like argue over our basic rights back and forth. Focus on the people that are screwing you. The uh, the uh, uh, ExxonMobil made $66 billion in profit in the third quarter. So you could be mad at Joe Biden because your, your, your gas is expensive, but you're going to just let the guy from ExxonMobil slide on that? They could increase oil production. They could lower the prices if they want, but they want to make a ton of money and they want to take it from us. And we're arguing about stupid things. So I think if people got their heads out of their asses and, and focused on what's really going on, you'll see that it, it, the Democrats and Republicans, it's the illusion of choice. There really isn't one. So if so, Baskin Robbins told you there was 32 flavors and 35 of them were chocolate, I mean, where's the choice? Right. <laughs> so there's only one more topic that I have that we uh, didn't touch on is why would this even change, Joe? Why do we not sit at the dinner table together as a family for the most part? Because we're mobile, because we're on the go. And also because and this, again, goes back to how poor we're doing kids. Children control their parents' schedules and their parents' lives. 
Yeah, totally. I know so many of my friends, dude, hot moms from back in the day, their whole life is like their kid that plays soccer and baseball. And it's like, dang, you know, fucking life. Jesus, your kid doesn't need you to like helicopter over them 24 7. But that's I played the plenty of, I played lots of games by myself. My parents weren't at every single game. It's impossible. I didn't expect them to do it. Now and when I got want home, to be their kid's best friend, though. Joe. Yeah, when I got home, if there was dinner left, I got some, and if there weren't, there wasn't. I had to make a sandwich. You know, <laughs> like nobody was going out of their way to make sure I ate. If I got home at six, they were at the table. I ate, and if I got home later, if there was scraps, maybe that was it. And now everybody plans their life like, oh, I, I can't Friday. No, I can't meet Friday. I, my my kid's got tennis and think. Your kid doesn't need you to watch them practice tennis. Right. Drop them off. Go do stuff. Idiots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're ruining America with your shitty parenting. That's what's really going on here. That's what we're not taught. That's what nobody yep. wants to talk yep. about. Yeah, <laughs> I agree with that. <laughs> so, Jedi, I think that does it. I think we are pretty much in agreement that the 80s was better. Speak for yourself. <laughs> No, I just can't believe you weren't into the Olympics, Joe, back then. Again, I watched the Olympics, but what what always what always got me fired up was every single freaking Olympics. Like right after it ended, it's like, well, the following people have been stripped of their gold medals, and these silver medalists are now the new gold medalists, and these silver, yeah, like, oh my god, dude, no, why are we doing this? Remember when they banned the entire Russian team? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. Like, what's happening here? Ben Johnson, remember that? Yeah, yeah. I remember. I'll tell you what else I remember. I remember uh, in in the late '90s when the uh, Tim Montgomery and almost the entire men's Olympic team, uh, Maurice Green, they all tested positive for steroids, and yet somehow Usain Bolt beat all of those guys. And I yeah, thought, which is insane. What's that guy taking? Yeah. Well, Everybody that you beat was on steroids. Bro, you're on something. You gotta be. Yeah. Not genetics. God, yeah. <laughs> Give me a break. Usain Bolt just has the best drugs and they're undetectable. Yeah, like what a shitty situation to be in knowing you cannot win unless you cheat. Yeah. And then you get caught cheating and people are like, oh, what a scumbag. They're probably like, what am I supposed to do? Yep. <laughs> All right, Jedi, I think that wraps it up. Check us out on social media and Clovercrest Media. Well, Marks, the end is here. And Jay, I hope you appreciate that Joe dedicated almost this whole show to you. <laughs> Thanks for Peace, listening. Peace, Jay. <laughs> Take care. Check us out. And, you know, if you want to support us more, buy us a coffee on Buy Me a Coffee. Thanks for listening. Crimes, Conspiracies, and Beyond. Bye. Thank you.